So on day one, Joe Biden signs a slew of executive orders that completely changes the trajectory of the United States of America. How will this affect you? Well, you're about to find out. I'm Joshua Roberts, attorney at law, and you are watching Lawyer Up. Today, we're going to be talking about Joe Biden's first day in office. He signed a bunch of executive orders that he's been thinking about for several months. We're going to be talking about the travel bans and how they've been pulled back. We're going to talk about executive orders that deal with environmental issues. We're going to talk about executive orders that deal with health care, with financial issues, and with immigration. All in today's episode. Now, remember, if you like the episode, hit that like button. If you got something to say, comment below. And remember to subscribe and share me on social media. And if you like the channel, hey, we got merch to support Lawyer Up. The link to the store is in the description below. So first and foremost, what is an executive order? Well, an executive order is simply a declaration by the President of the United States. Now, it is not a law per se. However, it has the force and effect of a law. So let me explain. Uh, a law, as they generally come about, originates in one of our houses of Congress. It's passed in the Senate, and then it goes over to the House. And ultimately, if it's passed in both chambers in identical form, it goes up to the president for signature, and then we have a law. Now, an executive order doesn't go through that process. It's simply the president making a declaration and signing it, and it is an executive order that has the force and effect of law. Now, the significance of the distinction is that it takes the same process to undo a law or the same process to undo an executive order. So once a law is in place, it has to go back through both houses of Congress and be signed off again by the president to change it. It is a much more involved process. An executive order just takes another president to undo it. Just another swipe of the pen. You saw President Trump undoing a lot of executive orders that were put in place by President Obama. And now with Joe Biden, on January 20th, we saw a bunch of executive orders of Donald Trump being overturned or changed by Joe Biden. And really the theme of the day for Joe Biden was a change of focus. Most people, when they looked at the Trump administration, they realized that the focus was on the United States. We withdrew from international organizations, international treaties, under the mantra of putting America first. Uh, the MAGA, or Make America Great Again, had a focus on improving America. Now, Joe Biden, uh, through his executive orders, has made it clear uh, that he has a more international focus or improving our global posture. Uh, he believes that the United States should be a leader globally, and he's looking not just to improve America, but for global improvement. Now, who's right, who's wrong? Well, that's subjective. That's up to you guys, right? It's in the eye of the beholder. It's not my job to tell people what to think or how to think about it. I'm just telling you what it is. So with that, let's take a look at the executive orders that Joe Biden signed on his first day in office. Number one, let's talk about the travel front. 
uh, there was an executive order signed that ended travel bans for most of the majority Muslim countries uh, in the Middle East and Africa. There are still some bans in Muslim countries, uh, particularly where we have issues, credible threats with ISIS, right? There are other bans. Uh, Venezuela, there's a ban from travel from that country. North Korea, there's a ban. And there are bans relative to COVID right now. Nobody can come in from Brazil and from parts of Europe uh, due to COVID-related issues. So there are different travel bans that are still in place in various areas. And there are lots of exceptions to these various bans. So the point is, if you are traveling internationally, uh, do your homework so that you understand the specific travel restrictions that may be applicable to your plans. But the bottom line is the Muslim travel ban as it was called under Trump, is no longer generally in effect. Now, moving on to the environment, there are several issues uh, that were put in play yesterday by executive order. Uh, one of them was the reversal of the Trump rollback of a lot of environmental protections in various areas that were generally enforced by the EPA. Now, we're not going to get into the specifics of those today, uh, but when Trump took office, there were a lot of rollbacks of restrictions, and those have been eliminated by executive order of Joe Biden. One of the biggest environmental moves uh, under executive order was that the United States is going to rejoin the Paris Climate Accord. Accord. And if you're not familiar with this, it's a group of about 200 nations uh, that have agreed to collect and report data on their efforts to reduce uh, global climate change. Uh, each country will set standards and goals, uh, but there's no enforcement mechanism to this. It's entirely voluntary. Countries aren't forced to participate. In fact, under Donald Trump, he withdrew the United States from the Paris Climate Accord. But as of January 20th of 2021, Joe Biden has put us back in to the accord. Another major environmental executive order was that Joe Biden revoked the permit for construction of the Keystone XL pipeline. Now, for those of you that aren't familiar with this, there is a Keystone pipeline that exists right now. It uh, pumps crude oil. And specifically, this pipeline starts in western Canada in the Keystone area, hence the name. It runs about 800 miles east along the border of the United States. It's several miles north, but then it takes a sharp 90 degree turn and drops right down through the middle of the United States all the way to the Gulf of Mexico. Now there is a major hub of this pipeline in a city called Steel City, Nebraska. From there, there's offshoots of the pipeline that go to Oklahoma uh, and offshoots that go to Illinois. So the pipeline distance from Keystone to get to Steel City, Nebraska, going over and down is about 1,500 miles. It's a long pipeline. This proposal for the Keystone XL pipeline was going to be diagonal from Keystone to Steel City. So it was going to cut off about 600 miles of pipeline that the crude oil presently has to go to uh, to get down to Nebraska. Now this XL pipeline was also going to be larger in diameter. So not only are they cutting uh, several hundred miles off of the distance that the crude travels, but it also they can send more of it down the pipeline. Now the problem was in addition 
to the normal fossil fuel and environmental objections, the diagonal path was going to cross through some sacred uh, lands of Native Americans. And so there was a bunch of protests about this. And this has been going on for several years. Originally, the Keystone XL pipeline, this cut across, was nixed under the Obama administration. Uh, during the Trump administration, he issued the permit for construction, and construction almost began. It is a $1.6 billion contract, and it was awarded to six different contractors, and they were getting ready to start on the pipeline. But not anymore. As of January 20th of 2021, Joe Biden has revoked the permit by executive order, and there will be no Keystone XL pipeline at least not under this administration. Now, those are the changes on the environmental front. Switching gears to the medical front, most of you have heard that by executive order, the United States has rejoined the World Health Organization, an organization that Donald Trump had withdrawn the United States from. And Joe Biden has enlisted Dr. Fauci to be the United States representative to the WHO uh, regarding all things COVID. And there's probably nobody really better for that job then Dr. Fauci. Biden also created a COVID-19 response coordination team that is tasked with preparing a unified national response to COVID. Now, under the Trump administration, they chose to let governors individually deal with COVID issues on a state-by-state -state basis based upon their individual needs. Joe Biden has changed that position and is going with a more national, uniform plan to attack the virus. Joe Biden is also reassembling the national security team on global health, security, and biodefense. Biden issued a national mask and social distancing mandate requiring the wearing of masks on all federal property, lands, and projects. And in those areas where he doesn't have any federal authority to mandate masks, he has signed an executive order on the 100-day mask challenge, challenging Americans to wear masks even where they're not required. On the financial front, Joe Biden signed executive orders that extended the eviction and the foreclosure moratorium until the end of March of 2021. He also extended the stay on student loan interest and payments until the end of September of 2021. And finally, on the immigration front, executive orders were signed to fortify the DACA protections for DREAMers. These are the undocumented immigrants who were brought into the country as children. They will now be protected from deportation until they're able to pursue citizenship. And along those lines, and even though it's not an executive order, Joe Biden introduced into Congress uh, his United States Citizenship Act, which is a bill that he gave to Congress to provide a pathway to citizenship for 11 million undocumented immigrants. And maybe one of the biggest ticket items of executive orders from January 20th was the stopping of construction on the border wall between the United States and Mexico. And for those of you wanting an update on the wall, First, there's about 2,000 miles of shared border between the United States and Mexico. Now, when Donald Trump took office, there was already about 650 miles of fencing in place. Now, during Trump's term, they repaired about 350 miles of the existing fence that was already there. Under the Trump administration, they also added about 15 miles of primary fencing and 65 miles of what they call secondary fencing. So as it stands today with the ending of construction on the border wall, it's about a third complete. 
The Biden administration has stated that it is opting to go with a more surveillance model with cameras and drones and motion sensors, uh, choosing that as a cheaper alternative over a blockade wall style model with dealing with illegal immigration. So that's it. Those are the orders from day one. Do you love them? Do you hate them? Put your thoughts in the comment section below. Let me know what you think. If you like the episode, smash that like button for me. I've already told you, if you got something to say, and I bet you do, comment below. If you enjoy the content of this channel, then I would encourage you to subscribe. And as always, I love it when you share me on social media. That's the episode. My name is Joshua Roberts, attorney at law, and you've been watching Lawyer Up. Send lawyers, guns, and money. Dad, get me out of this.